probably was cussing him out in Spanish. And hopefully he didn't go back and tell the chef. Like I said, you tell the chef that somebody asked for some Heinz 57 to go on their ribeye. When that chef seasoned it and grilled it to his <laughs> to his perfection, you asked it for Heinz 57. Hey, how you like how you got it cooked? Was it medium well, medium? I I had a medium. I should have, and it was a little dark, so I should have had a medium rare. Cause I like medium rare, like I said, bleeding. Yeah, I like a little, a little blood. Okay. You only own it with that. What you eat? Well done steaks. Don't tell me you eat medium. well done steaks. Oh, oh, okay. medium I or would... medium well depends on the cut. Uh, okay, depends on the cut. That eighty V's fillet. Uh, medium chefs. Excuse me, Eddie Reeds. I mean, I've been there a couple Exquisite times. Exquisite and elegante. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you've been to Ocean Prime, man, there's not that much different than going no. to Eddie Reeds. True that. True that. True Ocean that. Prime. I went to Ocean Prime, but I didn't ask for no A1. That didn't need it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, man, y'all ready, though? Yeah, man. Yeah, let's, let's do this. Welcome thing. back to the OG Sports Show. We are once again live from South Tampa. It's your boy Chuck. Slow motion. And your boy B. And. Shockingly, you know, we haven't done this in a while, but everybody's probably looking, wondering why we got headphones on. We got a special guest in the right. building, one of our loyal listeners and a partner of ours. Uh, he has a few faults, uh, mainly <laughs> who he roots for in college football, but we, right. we're going to try not to hold that against him today too and, much. And he got cussed out last week. Yeah, man, I apologize for that. <laughs> not. <laughs> so I partner Kiwi. Homeboy, what's good? What's going what's on, good? man? How's it going, fellas? Good, right. good. Going on. Good to hear. Um, yeah, appreciate y'all having me on. Y'all, y'all fellas got me out of line duty tonight, so appreciate it. <laughs> oh, word up. <laughs> you owe us. You owe us one then. Yeah, we appreciate you nonetheless. So I guess they want to know. I know already, but how they want to know how are you a Gators fan and a Clemson? Which before you even start, that makes zero sense. If I can say that, <laughs> it makes no sense whatsoever. But I guess there's a story behind it. It makes me really hate you though. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the hate. But um, you know, I listened. I listened last week, and I I, I want to just say this slow. Fuck you too. <laughs> he really but, means yeah. fuck Clemson and, and fuck Florida. Not yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Not you, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you good. <laughs> but nah, so so yeah. Um, initially, you know, my my family. They all they're all Clemson fans. So like my dad, you know, big Clemson fan. But you know, growing up, when I turned on the TV, you know, looking at Sports Center, Clemson was not the team that I was seeing on Sports Center. So you know, Never. as a as a kid, you know, you, you tend to pull for the teams that you see. So this when I, I started right watching up. the Gators right at you know right in the, the midst of the Steve Spurrier you know era. So okay. a lot of fun and gun. You know, I, I fell in love with that. You know, so that's how I became a Gators fan. And coincidentally, that's how I like Jacksonville as well. You know, I. I from being a Gators fan, I was a, I was a Fred Taylor fan. He was always my favorite Gator. So when he got drafted by Jacksonville, I just picked up the, the Jags as well. So, oh, okay, yeah. cool. Ultimately, Fred Taylor, he was uh, originally he wanted to be a Seminole. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> don't know that, but he did really he did originally want to be a Seminole. And I forgot the story he told. Something happened, and then he just I think it turned he, him off and changed his mind at the last second. He wasn't like, good enough. You tripping? Now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a joke, man. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. Fred Taylor was a beast. Him and Elijah Williams. Yeah. Well, Kiwi, we appreciate you getting on with us, yes, sir. Uh, partner. We can fit again to some topics. We're gonna jump into it right now. So, uh, said, what the lick read, bro? What the lick reads? Week sixteen. All right, we have an NBA champion, and none of us picked him. No, <laughs> the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, 
gotta give them credit, man. You do. Uh, I feel kind of bad for Chris Paul, but I mean, Janice winning that's a great story. Yeah, you know what I'm saying it's a great yeah. story. Yeah, you know what he 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 made his free throws. Yeah, he like he said, y'all weren't gonna take this from me tonight. Exactly. These free throws. He did. He showed up when it was when it was yeah. necessary. So I mean, I, I like I said, you can't take nothing from. You got to give it to him. He showed up when he was called upon. Right. So it, it wasn't no catastrophic injury from Phoenix or nothing. I mean, even they though just, Phoenix had a choked. chance uh, a couple of times to go up three games and they, you know, either turned the ball over the way at the last second. Did they choke? Yes. Be you they definitely choke. <laughs> you say they choke? Oh, I, I, I say they definitely choke. They, uh, when, the, when the defensive pressure got applied to them, you know, those, those guys start fading away. But uh, I, I would True. say they choke. Sure. Especially up being 2-0. It sure seems that way. Be, I guess you said, yeah. I mean, when you, in the terms of choking, only went six games. So. Yeah, they won. Especially the, when they went up 2-0. They 2-0. won the first two at, at the house. And like we were talking about the last show, I said they could lose them them first two, but until somebody loses a home game, it's not it's going to be a series. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, they won their two. Minnesota, Minneapolis, Milwaukee won, the, won their two at home. And it was a wrap from them, man. Yeah. Once Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday came, you know Giannis was going. Giannis was going to be Giannis. Yeah, he's going to get his bucket. But when them two came and made it consistent, and they got a little bit from Lopez and yeah. a little bit from here, uh, 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 what's cat named Porter? Porter. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my god! Which he leaving? Portis. Portis. Yeah. Portis. Yeah. Um, my bad. He he. Um, I saw uh, a couple days ago. He's going to be a free agent. He left. He got his his ring. He's going to get some money now. I think. Speaking of free agency, Chris Paul. He's not re-signing. I guess they say they're going to try to push to get him to re-sign. Yeah. Um, so it's not like it's something where he hates the organization. Uh, Kawhi opted out, too. He did? Yes. Oh, wow. So I, I think what this is is just a money move. Yeah. To, to, He's going to stay. Yeah. Why would Chris Paul? Chris Paul, his options are, are, are somewhat limited now because everybody would have thought it made sense for him to go to L.A., go to the Lakers, but they got Westbrook now. So Which, what does he do? Does he stay there? Because I don't think they can. Do, I don't think Phoenix can now beat the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? I mean, can they add a piece though? Somebody said I seen this before too. I seen it either yesterday or the day before when the trade happened. Westbrook has played with KD and James Harden. He's played with Paul George. He's played with Harden when he again when they were on the uh, Rockets. He's played with Bradley Beal. Like, dude. I think the difference, though, is that every coach in those situations was somewhat mediocre. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the the you know Vogel's got enough experience to where he he can bring him in to just add to what they have and not necessarily disrupt it. Vogel was my coach during my prime pacer years, um, so I, I he can do it. He's won a championship, so he's proven that he can do it. Yeah. Um, with that group, it's going to come down to if if AD stays healthy. Because if AD can't stay healthy, it's a wrap. It It don't matter. Forget it. Yeah, it don't matter. LeBron's not carrying any teams anymore. LeBron's going to do what he does, but unless he goes back five, six years. Which ain't going to happen. And and he's not going to carry a team like he he used to. So it's going to take – it's going to be a collective effort. It could be – And they depleted their bench. They, they're always going to have to though, with the, with having them, them three big contracts. So yeah. they're always going to have to bring in some mid level exceptions. They're going to have to bring in guys um, on like the, the whoever they draft and stuff like that. So or cats going to take pay cuts, right? So it, that's that's just they they are now Brooklyn West, pretty much. 
if they can stay healthy, they should come out the West easy. But from what they said, LeBron needs shooters and Westbrook ain't that. No. Westbrook can be a facilitator if need be. Because he's he proven that this year. Keep like, what you think, bro. Chime in here. I think, yeah, I, I think honestly the, the Lakers are on the brink of getting Buddy Hill. I think I think honestly he probably would have been a better fit than uh than Westbrook. So yeah, um, I, I don't I don't know how Westbrook's gonna work with them, but you know, LeBron okayed it, so I mean I guess the, the team felt they that it it'll work out, but I, I don't honestly think it'll it'll work out with Westbrook there. Buddy Buddy Hill would have been a better fit for sure. I think I, I agree with you uh in regards to Buddy Hill because he's you know he's a pure shooter. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. somebody that's gonna spot up and get buckets when LeBron and AD are keyed on. But right. I also feel like you know, nobody's gonna really depend on Westbrook to shoot the ball. From deep, like it's not going to happen. But right. I think that he'll still be a great asset in that same situation when LeBron and AD is keyed on. That lane will be wide open for him. You know what I'm saying? There ain't nobody, ain't too many players fast as get through that lane as fast as he does. So he'll, he'll I think he'll get a lot of his points are probably going to be garbage points. He'll get 15 to 18 garbage points a night probably. But where he's going to help them most is assists and rebounds. Now you want to know how interesting this conversation is? We we started to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks and their NBA championship and we quickly <laughs> shifted to LeBron James in the lake. But that just goes to hey. show you just how how unexpected it was for one for them to win at all. And almost how like they're not they don't draw the same kind of attention as some of these other teams do. No. Because they don't have these, you know, two and three superstars. They got Giannis and then they play in Milwaukee. Yeah. <laughs> Which Milwaukee is a hotbed for what? For beer. <laughs> and, gang and cheese, gang violence, cheese. Yeah, Walker's out of control. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna, go, we're gonna go there. Stereotype there, right there. Just, I didn't say black gang violence. <laughs> <laughs> I just said gang. No, Milwaukee's a bastion of liberal. Let me stop. <laughs> anyway, we didn't show. We you right. We haven't showed Milwaukee enough love. It's like I said. I think it's a it's a great story that Giannis was able to to win the chip. Um. Just from you know where he came from, you know his family came from, you know. Unfortunately, his father didn't make it to, didn't live long enough to, to see him do it. But think about it, they where they came from to have three, three brothers and now NBA. putting rings on. Yeah, that's a hell of a story. It's man. A hell of a yeah. story. It's a hell of a story. And I like the shot he took at LeBron. Yeah. Well, you just don't like LeBron. Period. No, I no, I like LeBron, but I just when they compare him to Mike, it, but I just like the shot. He said. I didn't have to run. He didn't. <laughs> I have to run. But I don't think that was just a shot at LeBron. No, no, it's not. You know, but it was a shot at LeBron. It was a shot at KD. KD, it was all a of shot them. At James Harden. It was a shot at. I stayed here and I built it. He did. I had to give it to him, man. Yeah. Salute. Salute. All right. Since we got the Gator fan here, and I would love to hear his take. Texas and Oklahoma is joining the SEC in 2025. They will be a super duper conference. What are you guys' take? Well, before I even ask that, the Big 12 is saying that ESPN had something to do with this. Duh. And I, I believe they're, they're telling the truth. Duh. Um, ESPN owns, owns the, the SEC, SEC network. network. I mean, it's sour grapes, but they do have a point. What more money could they make? If they add Texas and Oklahoma to the SEC, but my they, question is, I don't think they're going to be done here. They're going to be looking for more. Yeah, my question is, and I, I haven't heard, and maybe you guys have. 
did, have they talked about where they're going to be aligned? Are they going to be they, SEC they, West? They talked about. Um, I heard so realigning the old realign, conference, realigning everything. So moving Alabama and Alabama, Alabama and Auburn to the east. Wow. And then moving with Georgia in, and Florida, <laughs> and then letting letting Texas, LSU and LSU, Texas, Texas, um, Oklahoma, 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 Texas A and M. Yep, Ole Miss. Wow. Yeah. So, um, you know, I feel bad for. Vanderbilt, they gonna get there. Uh, somebody was talking trash about Vanderbilt. Was like Vanderbilt need to move Vanderbilt to the AAC. Uh, Vanderbilt, what? Vanderbilt's just just collecting a check because they don't contribute. Nothing. They should just leave. Well, baseball, they but baseball is not, a, not right. A it's not a sport. basketball. They have for right. basketball. They're okay. They every got once Pip's in a while. son. He coming back. What you got, Kiwi? What you think about the the? Does it if if Oklahoma? I'm sorry. If Alabama and Auburn comes to the East. What does that do with y'all dominance of that com- of that side of the conference? It's over. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it'll appear that way, but I mean, we're looking at what 20, 20 25, 25. So right, right. So a lot can happen. I mean, I, I don't think it's over because eventually, at some point, Nick Nick uh, Saban is going to age himself out, so he's going he's going to retire, and and well, Alabama's gonna not going to be the same. Yeah, Alabama's not going to be in his seventies in twenty twenty five. Right, right, right. So he'll he'll age himself out eventually. Right. Yeah. And I, I think point. it'll be a good move more moving forward because you know it it'll help with recruiting for everybody in the East. Um, you know, definitely definitely help out with the with the NIL for the players. So I mean, it'll be a good look all around for sure. I just think I just think at that point. Once we do that, you know what I'm saying. Obviously, it's gonna be it's gonna be tougher for for teams obviously to come out of there undefeated to make the playoff. So, right. are they now gonna now after all this talk that's been going on expand the playoffs so we can have more SEC teams? Because that's, they, I mean, that's ultimately to, what I mean, they want. I mean, it's already expanded. Like if you if the conference, it's already expanded that way now when they go to the the twelve team format. So if you think about it. I, what was it? The top four conference champions it should be the, the power five. All power five go. What they say the top top four conference champions. So if you look at the power five, if they're in the top ten or whatever, they'll go. So then you look at who's usually on the outside looking in every year at the current format. So that's Texas A and M, that's LSU or Alabama, right? Florida, all, Florida, 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 Georgia. All SEC. So then, boom, right there. That's like three teams. So now, yeah. what? Six. Five or six of the twelve. Notre Dame's got to get a spot. Half the field now is SEC teams. ACC champions gonna get in. Right, champions gonna get in. Notre Dame if they're if If they're they're ranked high enough, if they got less, if they got at least less than three wins, three losses, they'll get in. Big Ten champions gonna get in. Big Ten champions gonna get in. Pac Pac twelve, Pac twelve, we'll get in. If you know, but it's gonna they're gonna have to go to twelve teams. No, that's 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 the next iteration once the. the fourteen playoff format is the contracts up on that. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about it. Um, do the fighting AAC finally get in? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I just don't know how I feel about it because, like, oh, should I say, do UCF get in? <laughs> I feel the same way about these super conferences that I do feel about super teams. Like, what? What is the? I get the. It's all about money, yeah. first and foremost. Money, but. But it just changes the landscape of college football. It screws everything up. You know what I'm saying? Because because nobody's gonna care anything about any other conference. Yeah, Ohio State and Michigan, and they're still gonna battle it out to get out of there. But nobody's gonna care. Like, and then the Big Twelve is just pretty pretty much 
gone. And the Pac-12 is almost an afterthought at this so point. So at this, in my mind, I think the Pac-12 and uh, the Big 12 need to merge. Just merge. What y'all going to do with the AAC, man? Nothing. They're going to stay right where they're at. Because what's going? what I think may end up happening, I've seen some people talking about, like, Florida State may get poached. Clemson may yeah. get poached to the Big 12. What's, the big, po- the what's big the point team? of them staying at this point? Big, right. If, if you're not you're not getting that money, unless somehow you get Notre Dame, Notre Dame to join the ACC, you poach some of them Big 12 teams that are doing good. Maybe USF, UCF for like two years, three years in a row, gets back on track and they're in the top, you know, top 15, top 10. And then you can bring them to the ACC, but it's not going to be anywhere close. Excuse me, it's not going to be anywhere close to the ACC. ACC no. going to steal like Penn State. Um, they got to steal Penn State ain't the, another big, big school. No. They got to steal some big schools in order for them to stay relevant. They because, do they, because Notre, if they don't, Notre, Notre Dame is their golden goose. If they if they, they, they can't they get, get Cincinnati, if they, if they can't get Notre Dame, so you know Cincinnati's going to disappear. Oh, After man, a while. Talk, see, you ain't gonna do my Bearcats like that, bro. <laughs> now they your Bearcats. That's right. Every I and y'all can look at this every every other year, every two through every every one every one or two years. Cincinnati has a good team. You yeah, say but, what you want to say about them, they have a good team. That's just like UCF. Every other year, every two years, they have a good team. Yeah, they have a good team. But is anybody gonna put some money on them against the SEC team? Or uh, or Clemson or Florida State or it depends on the nobody's SEC putting team. no money on Cincinnati. They could be Vanderbilt, Kentucky. I'm talking about. I'm talking about when it's time to, to decide on who's going to this 12 team playoff. Right. Nobody. They rank pick. high enough. They get in. I don't know, man. But the, the, they had to be undefeated. Their schedule is going to be. Yeah, schedule coming to play because now that you add Texas and Oklahoma to the SEC, strict the schedule. You might well throw out the window because nobody's going to be able to compare to an SEC schedule. Especially if you're saying the SEC East is going to be Florida, Alabama, Auburn, and Georgia. Georgia. I can stop right there. It's the toughest schedule in the country. And the, compared to Texas, Oklahoma, <laughs> LSU, <laughs> Texas A&M, like who else can be able to compare to those schedules? Nobody. They're going to have great regular season matchups. Yes. And play nobody in the non-conference games. Yeah, right. it's going to be East Appalachian State at Main Street. <laughs> Not East Appalachian State. Yes. You didn't know they existed. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, East. Yeah. Uh small before we move on, we'll talk about my boy Prime Time. Oh my god. Prime time pissing me off. Prime time. We had a discussion about this what a couple shows ago. Yeah. Prime time reached out to the Big 12 and say, We'll come over there. <laughs> and do what? It don't mean even matter, Dion. He knows it's a check coming. And you mad at him for saying that? No, I'm not mad at him. What I'm saying is, his whole thing about HBCUs and I'm about the HBCUs and let's get the HBCUs. And then now you you dipping out on him. Dion's full of shit. It's still gonna be HBCU school, even if you but, know, let's say they do. Get no, it. you you but gotta what, take care. Is, I feel what 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 Slow trying to say is basically he's looking out for Jet Jet. He's, he's looking, looking out, out for, for him. Dion Sanders. <laughs> he knows that. He's not gonna be it. He's not trying to stay at JSU that long. He's hoping he can do well enough to where he can just leave after a couple of years, or maybe maybe he'll stay for his sons to graduate. And then as soon as they graduate, he's looking to get out of there. Mark it down. For one, his, his son, son doesn't have to graduate no his, more. The quarterback may not make it through the first season. Did you see the trash that he was talking about? Um, when they interviewed, first of all, they had no business having him in front of a microphone at media day 
when he just stepped foot on campus six True months freshman ago. at media day. Shouldn't even been talking to him. Second of all, who hadn't played a down. He talked about how uh, you know, they asked him about matchups, uh, you know, throughout the conference. He talked about everybody's go- we're gonna blow everybody out. And they had they other players had to go to those schools. We chose to go to JSU. What? I love it. You love it as a former defensive lineman because Talk your shit, young man. Yeah, he's gonna get his head took off. <laughs> They're going to try to kill him. What'd you think, Kiwi? Yeah, I mean, like, like you guys uh, touched on, Dion looking out for, for Dion. Um, I, don't, I don't think he's going to be there um, much much longer anyway. It's, it's, he's, I think, honestly, he just signed on for this just, just to be a stepping stone job anyway. So it's just, just Dion. I, I think he signed on for his son. No, I don't think that was nah, it. I think, I he, think, I think he, wanted it. he wanted a gig. He really thought that he had a shot at Florida State. Right. When it didn't happen, he wanted a gig. Now, I I, I feel I agree. I feel like he, he's trying to use it as a stepping stone, but you got to show and prove, bro. Otherwise, it's gonna be your only step. You gonna be back on TV in four years because he ain't proved nothing to nobody yet no. on the field. Yeah, you coached your son's little high school team, fantastic. But y'all wasn't playing powerhouses in Texas. No, they were not. No, so he gonna have to show and prove on his field. Now you go up, you you think you're gonna you're gonna have a, a cakewalk, you go up against fam you and Grambling. No, sir, Alcorn. These cats been been together a long time. They know how to play. And they pin in their ears by like they did in the spring game. And spring your season. son just made it worse because they're gonna try to kill him. And he's not that good. So he got Dion got to show approval or he's gonna be back on TV in four years. <laughs> I, I, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh Okay, <laughs> Dion's full of shit. Yeah, I agree. Damn him. I just ain't. I ain't been paying enough. Not. I seen him. I ain't know what he was talking about. Uh, you know, probably some other stuff. I ain't. Know, I didn't pay this story much attention. So I, you know. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll we'll revert back to Dion shit in a uh, couple more weeks. <laughs> I, I I do want to know how you ain't put some more bios on this list, though. I started to. Um, and I mean, and we can. I started to put some wrong lines on it, but I, I, I mean, my opinion is probably unpopular. Let's get into that <laughs> next thing. Uh, well, well, no, no, I do want to talk about. We, let's get into the, your, our, our scheduled next topic, and then yeah. we can we can get into some more after that. But all right, schedule next topic aggravates the hell out of me too. So, <laughs> the NFL vaccine controversy. The NFL came out and said we are not moving games due to COVID breakouts. Take, take this L. If your players are not vaccinated and you causes you to uh, not be prepared to play a game on Sunday, you will forfeit. And, take and they very L. well should. And it causes the controversy. I didn't realize a bunch of those guys wasn't vaccinated Come on, man. Um, or had the strong opinions. But now, like, everybody having a lot of strong opinions. But they didn't have no strong opinions with Colin Kaepernick. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. I wonder what I want to know what their opinions are about Tordal, about Vicodin, Percocet, weed, whatever else pain meds that they pass out like Skittles in the locker room when they got something wrong with them. You trust those. You you you'll choke down a couple of Vicodin or Percocets when your back is hurting or something like that. Right. But you don't trust the vaccine. Man, look, like my pediatrician, because I was in I was I was in the camp early on, man. I don't know if I'm gonna get this vaccine. My took my kids to the pediatrician and she was like, look, by the time you are even eligible to take it, first responders would have had it. 
and there have been so many other people before you that would have had it that if anything did happen some something significant you would kind of know about it so that i was like you know what you're right so i i personally i took it i got it so um that was one thing that kind of eased my mind so i was like you know what let me go ahead and get it i mean you take kids gotta get them I'm, I'm, I'm how i look my kids going in there to get a shot and you ain't getting and they ain't getting a shot in the first two years like dude just okay i feel you i was on the fence in the beginning too you know what i'm saying but then i sat and thought to myself you know why your black ass don't have polio or you, you never got the measles <laughs> or never got the mumps because you got shots when you was little and and my wife she made a great point to you talking to one of her friends she told her said look when your kids were born they gave them all kind of shot polio measles whatever this stuff the, the kid couldn't tell you when they, when they came hurting. in the earth they couldn't tell you where they was hurting they couldn't tell you anything was wrong you just gave it to them because mm-hmm. you trusted you know the, the history of it you know what i'm saying we done took so much inside of our bodies over these years and continue and continue to you know what i'm saying i took claritin d on the way up here i don't have a clue what's in that shit. i know it works <laughs> I know it clears clears my nose right. out, but I took it. I don't have. I couldn't tell you a single ingredient in it, but I took it. See, but my brother, the government is trying to <laughs> convince you into and you think, putting the computer chip in you, man. You, do you think? Do you think this vaccine is the only way they're trying to get me? Like, <laughs> not even that. They could have think of better why, things. Why would? Why would they want to kill off their consumers? Why they want to kill off people they're making money off of? Like you said, taking Tylenol, using Johnson and Johnson products to wash and bathe and all that other stuff. Why? Not just that. I'm drinking a Coke right now. I don't have a clue what's in this shit. <laughs> what you think, Keith? Gonna keep me awake during the show. I, um, I, I want to applaud the NFL for play, for giving the stance to say, you know, either, either you got it or not. You know, we were, we're kind of in a similar situation last year where we didn't know, you know, what was really going on in the NFL season with COVID, but. Um, the only difference, the real difference now is, is the vaccination, um, whereas, you know, you you have the opportunity to take the vaccination or, or not. I mean, it's, it's your choice, but um, I like that they're, they're putting it out there that if you don't have it, you know, we're, we're not moving games for it. So everybody right. knows up front what the what the deal is with it. What I don't like is like uh, coaches like Mike Zimmer, you know, the, the Vikings had a situation where no quarterbacks were in practice because yeah. somebody might have had COVID in, in the quarterback room. So Mike Zimmer come out and he's slamming everybody that, that hasn't taken the vaccine. That's what I don't like. I mean, it's, there's no need to degrade somebody for their choice and not to take it, you know, because it's True. just up to you. Whatever choice is, is better for you and your family, that's what I feel ultimately should be, you know, the, the go all for for the vaccine itself. I agree with you, but to a certain extent. Like, no, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't shame, you know, purposely go out to shame somebody else for not getting right. it. At the same time, the reason why we have these new variants is because of people that's not taking it, to be honest, because because the folks that don't have that don't have the vaccine is getting into their system, mutating and then coming back out in another form that's even more contagious than, than previous. So I get it coming from somebody who works in healthcare. So I, I want people to know, like, yes, I, I, I've been in healthcare for 13 years. So. So, yeah, it, it, it's 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 one thing to say. To point your finger at somebody and say, "Oh, we're in this situation because you because you didn't take it." Right. I mean, he's not wrong for saying what he's saying. Actually, you know what I'm saying. If you, but if, but but you know, saying if somebody's taking the, the necessary precautions, doing the best you possibly can, masking up, 
washing your hands, doing that stuff, you still are sub, you know, subject to, to getting it. I look at it. I look at it like this. It's like we talk about with other stuff when people get caught for, like Shakira Richards getting caught for taking weed. Okay, cool. We know your stance. You know better. Do what you have to do. I just don't like these guys coming out. Oh, well, I'm not going to do this. And I'm not like, dude, if you don't want to take it, just right. say you want to take it. Pull a Dak Prescott. That's that's none of your, that's hippers. And, which it isn't. Which but, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but keep it moving. Like, you know, just accept whatever, whatever consequences or whatever things you have to do now because you are unvaccinated. Stop whining about the shit and just do it. My thing, too, is I think I saw something about DeAndre Hopkins. And he tweeted something about talking about freedom or whatever. Bro, you are free to do whatever you want. Exactly. Either you take it or you don't. If you don't, you, you have may to, not play. You have right. to do X, Y, you and Z. You got to do X, Y, and Z to make sure you can play. But guess what? You can always go home, too. Yeah. That's you can it. quit. Like, nobody's forcing you to do anything. You don't got to take it, bro. That would be me. If I'm right. if, if I'm a, uh, the head of an organization, you don't got to take nothing. You can leave because that's what they're doing at Disney World. That's what right. they're doing at Walmart. Or oh, you don't want to take it? Go find you another job. All right, cool. Roll you up out of here. Let me get somebody in who wants to do <laughs> right. whatever. Like right. I, I, that, that for me is just is that simple. You don't want to do it. I'm not finna stay away from me. We not going back and forth because I don't. I'm definitely don't have the energy and no. It's it's your choice. I believe in that. Cool. Well, you go ahead and sit this one out. Go on about your business. Go get somebody else your spot and come on in. Right. Because the league will go on without you. Will. Go oh on. yeah. Yeah, I don't Not care how big you think you are. Exactly. The league will go on without you. And the things they did last year, I mean, you know, uh, games on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, and them guys yeah, had to turn around no and come more, back man. on Sunday. They ain't doing that no it was more. crazy. Especially they didn't add another game to the yeah, regular another season. Yeah, another game, now. you like, know. I don't, I don't I didn't I just didn't understand the whole you put you literally put your life and limb in danger every week. Every single week. But this shot is where you draw the line. The shot has been it's been politicized, which is the stupidest shit. It's asinine. Like, okay, dude. Leave. Asinine. People don't take I, I don't take a flu shot every year. No, me either. I don't take it every year. I have the last couple of years, but I don't take one every year. I, I took it one time and it and I know it, it it I'm I may get sick, but I got I got the flu. I'm like, I don't want to take this shit. Yeah. I don't but, know, man. But that's it though, man. So it's, hey, look, at the end of the day, this is a free country. You can do to a this is a extent. free country. You can do whatever the hell you, you want to do. <laughs> and if the man wants to be called yeah. Muhammad Ali, and <laughs> God damn it, I respect his right. But well, you, you can do what you want to do. I'm going to call it. <laughs> but it's repercussions. Yeah. Right, repercussions exactly. to everything you do. Repercussions. So if you don't want to get the shot, no problem. You may be at the house. Right. All right. Last NFL uh, topic. We've got Aaron Rodgers. Returned to the Packers. Had no power. Zero. Had no power. Zero. Still, on the, still on the contract. Zero power. Right. Whatsoever. Can't really get traded till next year. Exactly. Okay, we get it. You didn't want to come to the OTAs and all that other stuff. You just wanted to have your break sit out. And he and got I, a year shaved off his deal. Year shaved off his deal. Got some more money packed. Man, shut up. They would have got uh, Randall Cobb for him. Right. To do what? Play running back. <laughs> man, they might would have got me. <laughs> Uh, nah, I, I mean Randall about washed anyway. Yeah, but you are super washed. I am. He he might can get back to his old slot and man, man, shit. He might know. be able to. They'll be calling the ambulance day one of practice. But yeah, man. That me. press conference Aaron Rodgers had though, man. He had that thing laid out. I didn't, didn't like. Yeah, man. I like. I I didn't like how they let uh, such and such go and this person go and that person go and, and they like talk to me. Talk to me. Aaron think he Joe Montana. 
He don't know. He he what he had to he had, all he had to do was go back and look at how he did Brett Favre. They don't give a damn about you, bro. At all. Brett Favre was a golden boy. And they sent his he old He played ass around packing. with them too until they got tired tired of him and, and drafted Aaron Rodgers. They yeah. sent his ass packing. You know, they're gonna do Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Same Aaron, way. Aaron always chasing Brady, so I I think he he saw how Brady, you know, got out of there and, and went and went to a situation where they they for the the judgment call. So I I think he, he's looking at that and he's he's trying to do that as well. So, but man, he don't got no leverage like like B said. So none. Brady had all the leverage with the Bucks. Brady he's like, look, y'all ain't gonna win nothing without me anyway. Right. Brady, Brady, so y'all right. better do what I ask y'all to do. Brady was a free agent. Right. They let James go. He had a defense. Like he came into a situation where he had to come in and put his touches on what he wanted to put his touches on and go from there. And so Aaron, if if Aaron was a, a true free agent, he could have did the same thing. Did, true. But you gotta look at two the to, the two different franchises. Tampa Tampa is not a storied franchise. So Green Bay Packers are the Green Bay Packers. It's a standard. So they're gonna be here regardless of who put the uniforms on. The fans, the 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 stadium is going to be filled. Uh, Tampa that determines who who's here and who's not. Yeah, because when James was here, when the nobody understands. But when Brady signed, so it's a difference in the franchises. So you got sometimes that franchises. Yeah, man, don't don't talk about that shit, man. Hey, it's the truth. You feel pissed <laughs> off about that? I mean, I'm glad Brady won. I'm glad he came down, won us a chip, man. But they ain't put shit around J Dub. No. Man, that championship will always have an asterisk for me, man. I don't care no, what nobody it's say. A, it's, it's a chip, dog. Just like, the, yeah. just like everybody's new fandom of the Bucks got asterisks next to them. Well, I'm not one of those guys, so. I, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking yes. about the folks that, that was buying them $5 Brady t-shirts on the corner of uh, no. Columbus and Boulevard. <laughs> and now you can't even get Kiwi, did you celebrate uh, when the Bucks won? Hell no. I hate the Bucks. Uh, but, you know, I just want to ask. Because some people will be having that. You know, uh, people tell me I should have the city pride and be like, nah. nah. I mean, this dude's from the country. So I I, okay. Right. Honestly, I like when Jameis is around because I know they won't win anything with Jameis. So slow down. Oh, slow down. Take it all good. I, don't, I, don't, I, I would not tolerate no Jameis slander on this show. <laughs> no Jameis slander. We don't let Jameis allow. You see the picture above his head. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, that's it. That, that's his glory days. That's his. That's his hey, man, they could be his. That's hey, Okay. That's cool. Uh, he peak. was undefeated against the Gators and Clips. That's, that's his peak. Yeah. He wore that ass out. <laughs> yeah, but y'all, y'all ain't won a game to either, against either team since he left. It don't matter. It don't matter. True. We don't have way back. Yeah. I'm not going to way back. I'm not doing this with Kiwi today. We don't have way back. Yeah. Yeah, you want to talk about it now. We're going to have We're going to have a show. Yeah, you ain't had one of those since y'all been started. <laughs> he can, you know, I, 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 I give it to him. He got, you know, I mean, saying he, he, he can talk, talk right? Yeah, he wasn't talking when when we was at the house watching that fifty one. Talk about it. When Jamie was slinging that thing all over the town, <laughs> man, what talk about? Yeah. Talk about. We were just an overrated team then, so and talk about. But y'all did bring your boy back to Clemson, um, Taj Boyd. Any any coach now? He on the staff, ain't he? Yeah, he like a, a graduate assistant or something. So I mean, he out there, he ain't doing that. But he out there. Yeah, forty years old. He, he ain't <laughs> got that degree yet. He got to get a gig somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> he the dorm director. 
<laughs> Probably. <laughs> Y'all boys got that noise. <laughs> <Music. laughs> yeah, all right. We said uh, it wasn't on the schedule, but we talked about it. Simone Biles has, uh, what's the word? I guess uh, took herself out of competition with Drew. Um, I think she still had one more that she'd been the, playing around with. The, I guess the, she probably, she probably would withdraw for that the one. Beam, right? The balance beam. Balance beam. Is the last one she's the last one that she, I think she got to decide she by, decide. I think Tuesday is when it jumps off. And so. they're saying, from what I was saying with that, the difficulty on that one is, is not as high as the floor exercise was. So she may, but I don't, I don't think she's going to, I think she's going to withdraw it all together. And you know she what? Should. That's fine. That's her business. Yeah. She's, she's the greatest gymnast of all time. Most nothing. decorated. Most decorated. She don't owe us nothing. Oh, nobody, anything. I just hate these hate these people that get on TV who ain't never did or played any kind of sport and talk shit about how she quit or she's a disgrace or she's that. That woman has been, she's 24 years old. Let's, let's put that out there. So she's 24. She's been to what two Olympics already? Mm-hmm. Countless world championships in between. When you're 24 and a gymnast, that you're you're supposed to be on the tail end of your or your, yeah, this your supposed, gymnastics you're supposed to be out. Right. You're supposed to be out on your way out the door. For her to still be doing what she's doing, man, and still doing things that no one else can do, you know what I'm saying? Not just doing what she's doing and winning, but she's doing things that no one else can do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Still to this day. So, to me. Is a slap in the face to her, uh, you know, for those folks to be like, oh, she quit. She should keep going. She, you know, she's she's not the goat that they claim she is. But slow, you said you had an unpopular opinion on this. One. Yeah, I do. Go ahead. Oh Lord, <laughs> uh, I'm just not buying the mental health thing. Why not? I I don't know. I, I could be wrong. It's the old school in me or whatever. It's like. You went over there. I saw her that first night. Mm-hmm. She was messing up. She didn't look like she was gone. She wasn't being to some bone by as you could be. I think she saved a legacy by walk withdrawing. That I'm still going down at all these golds. I'm not. I think she's just saved a legacy. I I, I might be 100% wrong. I just it's just something bothers me about her going over there. You, you prepared, you got over there, you took up the spot, and you got over there, and then now you're saying, and then, like, as the days go along, you know, it, it could be a mental health issue. But can you imagine Can you imagine how much worse it would have been if she said beforehand, I'm not going, I'm not going at all? How is it worse than going black, over black, there? Black women get no leeway. That's true, but how's, I mean. They would have torched A her. spot should have, uh, at least somebody could have took the spot. They got alternates for that. Yeah. But, I mean, she was the star, though. Okay, so I, I, so Tiger Woods was a star, and he, he messed his mental up. We all know that story. And he ain't been the same since. She may not be no. the same. No, biggest, the biggest thing I saw was somebody trying to compare her to Mike. Come up with Michael Jordan quitting. No, no, I mean that's Mike, unfair for that. Mike went and played baseball, right? Mike and said, and it was because he was burnt out. Right, he was burnt out of the game. He was tired of not. He was tired of, of the fandom. He was tired of not being able to do anything. Some people say that's not true. Some people say he was forced out. I don't believe that shit. I think Mike was was tired. You know what I'm saying? He couldn't. He just do. If you watch, if you watch the last dance again, Mike was tired when he left. And plus, like I said, with his pops uh, being killed, that just added to it. And I don't blame him. I'd have walked away too. But you know what I'm saying? And he got that fired. He came back and, and, and kept playing. 
it could be the exact same thing with Simone Biles. You know what I'm saying? Just think of the pressure. Like you said, this girl's only 24 years old. Think about to, back to when, when each of us individually were 24 years old. Could you could you think we could have handled that kind of pressure at that age? No. I know I couldn't have. No. I was trying to figure out what club I was going to. Yeah. Me at 24, man, who, I ain't know my name. You didn't have millions of people following you, millions of girls, no. little girls looking up to you, millions of people um, essentially telling you, we got to change the rules in your sport because you're too good. It's making everybody else feel bad because you're beating them so badly. Like, you imagine what that does to your to your mental. And also, you know what I'm saying, I, 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 I always... You know, when this conversation came up, obviously I thought about Naomi Osaka as well. It's a lot of pressure on these young women. You know what I'm saying? When black women are already at the bottom of the totem pole anyway, unfortunately, they are. It's just the reality of, of, of our society. Keep it what you think, man. I don't, I don't want us to. No, no, you, you're good. Um, yeah, I, I, I honestly, I, I think it was something mental. I mean, you can you can see she wasn't really into it um, like she was. And I, I don't know if that's from, you know, the judges deciding that. You know, she wasn't going to get awarded the points for her difficulty in the in the routines or, or not. So, um, you know, it's it's uh, I, I think, uh, honestly, if she's not men- mentally in it, it's, it's not a different sport like, you know, basketball. If you're not mentally in basketball, you can you can skate through the game. If, if you're not mentally into gymnastics and you you can literally hurt yourself and be paralyzed pretty easily. So, I mean, right. I, I applaud her for for sticking this way. Um, what I don't like is people like, you know, Jokic, the uh Djokovic, the actual tennis player that came out, you know, with his statement talking about pressure is a privilege, and then he get out there and lose his Olympic match, right? And up throwing his tennis, racket, tennis racket, racket, right? So like, throwing one into the stands, the idiot, like, right? Like, like, talking like about a, pressure, <laughs> yeah. So, like, especially right. when, like you said, keep a bunch, a bunch of former gymnasts and current gymnasts were like, look, what she was trying to do. If your head is not in it, like you said, Keith, you could really hurt yourself. Right? Like, there were some people that got injured. Like think about when I guess when Carrie Strug back in what it was ninety six when she hurt her ankle, and they pushed her to get back on there. Like what lasting effect does that have? That was that was her, that was her, her, her right. ankle probably still ain't probably still, still ain't right. right. I twisted my ankle during Mother's Day weekend this year. It still ain't right. <laughs> and you and Carrie socks on. And I mean, you and Carrie Strug athletically are like right there. Yeah, man, y'all I mean, right. Yeah. If this was 1993, crazy, crazy thing about that. 1993, 1993, yeah, me and Kara Strug yeah. was right here in 1993, dog. The crazy thing about that Kara Strug thing is, if you go back and watch the Olympics, Olympics from that year, they were gonna win whether she vaulted or not. So like, that's that's right. really crazy. He forced her to do that. Yeah, that's that's. That crazy. was crazy. It was unnecessary for her to hop a lot. Yeah, I just I, you know, this woman has earned the right to stop and say, "I can't do this." Oh, I don't want to do. Oh, it. I don't want to do it. Kiss my ass. I'll holler at y'all. That's I mean the sad thing is like they like how they did G- Gabby Douglas. Gabby Douglas was what the first one to win all around. And they, they did, and it was our own people dogged her out for her hair. They treated that girl so right. badly. That's crazy. And it wouldn't it wouldn't be it we probably we wouldn't see Simone Biles if it wasn't for Gabby Douglas. Dominique Dawes, we shouted her out in one of the early episodes. Right. Like you oh it, it, Simone. Fuck them. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. No, get yourself together. Get yourself together, man. Count your money. Right. Count your gold medals. You still getting these endorsements. Right. Slow, I got a question for you. So um What's up? Is, is she still GOAT status, even though you feel the way you feel I about think she's this? Still, I think she's still GOAT status, and I'm glad you brought that up, Kiwi. She was she was buying into that stuff, man. She was got the <laughs> GOAT put it on uniform and Taking the pictures know. with the goat you and all, should. but if you're gonna do that, man, then be the goat and go out there and do it. 
Man, even the goat have bad days. That's bro. true, but I, I'm, I don't know. Like I said, I'm too old school. You I, she, she, <laughs> I just, just That's like I, I think she copped out and said, "Yo, I ain't gonna be this gold this year." So you know what? I got mental health problems. <laughs> <laughs> Slow. Because if she would have gotten the bronze, then they would have took her, even though it shouldn't. If she went out there and got bronze, right, they would have been saying, "Nah, you ain't the goat." You know how it is. They're trying to do that anyway. But, but yeah, that, that's why they're changing the rules up on her. Anyway, you know what I'm saying, that, like I said, that's just my opinion. Simone, fuck. For what she's done, I, I can't take nothing away from her. I salute her too. You the greatest gymnast I ever seen. I, I totally agree with that too. We got a comment up, fellas. Uh, the project says Simone has ADHD and her meds are now banned. That helps to cause the twisties, which is kind of like you guys heard of the yips in mm-hmm. baseball. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing. It's dangerous to flip and lose focus. You're exactly right. It's okay, like well, see, said, I didn't even know that. If she flips yeah. and falls on her damn head, who who put who said that? The project. The project. Thank you. The project. Okay, Shout out the project. We yeah, that's that's. I just learned something. Yeah, so she can't take her meds. I didn't know the ADHD part, but the part of yeah. when they're talking about like understand like you're not in the right frame of mind to know when you're in the air doing all these 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 flips and yeah. And we've stuff. seen we've seen. Pictures but did she know that prior to her going to Tokyo? Well, I'm sure she probably knew it, but it probably didn't hit. It, it probably didn't start. Maybe it didn't start Affected. affecting her yet. So she got over there? Possibly. Okay, we're going to end this. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you about to go, man. Just stop. Moving right along. Let's get here, boy. From fuck to Bo's mama to damn small miles. Jesus. Oh, I said my baby going to be up. I don't want to tell this cat I'm having a bad day. Shut up. Shut up. Suck it up. Go watch Martin. Go take a nap like my daddy. Right. Go take a nap, man. You're all right. You're all right. Go lay down. Go take some rope and oh, Take some tussing for your for your bad feelings. Uh, that's what the league reads, y'all, for week 17. Wasn't too bad. All right, y'all know what time it is, man. It's time for What You Own, and this is the music segment of a show where we go with uh, some classic albums for y'all to get into, to check out when you get some time. Uh, we're going to let our guest this week, Kiwi. What You Own this week, man? What album you want the folks to check out? All right. Um, I'm going to go back to, to 1998. Um, you know, I, I can say this, even though you guys like you know, some sorry football teams. We we can definitely agree wow. on agree on music. You know, a couple episodes ago, uh, there was this, the uh, the Sleepy album, the Vinyl Room, which which Chuck introduced me to because I never even heard of it until to the episode. So you know, I appreciate this. Check it out. Back. Oh yeah, I love that album. Been been yes, listening sir. to it. It's been in the rotation for sure. But right. yeah, so my my album this week is gonna be uh, actually Good Mob's second album, uh, Still mm. Stand. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's, that's actually yeah that's still, still, that's still, yeah. still one of my favorite albums um you know to, to follow up the success from the, the first album you know this this album you know, kind of did it for me it kind of put me on on goody mob honestly I, I listened to the first album but you know i didn't really become a fan until this particular album you know we i mean started that, out that, with i'm go sorry ahead. No, I'll say I'll start out with uh, you know, we start out with the experience, you know, we get a little little solo by, by CeeLo in there, then we mm-hmm. end up with the with the black ice, which which got uh, fly away. Uh, my favorites, they don't dance. Andre no more. They don't on. dance no right. more. beautiful skin. Beautiful skin, you know, dedication to the black women, you know. Yeah. Then my, my personal favorite end with with still standing. So man, yeah, this is mm-hmm. a 
real solid album from the from the start to the finish, man. And it kind of for sure put me on in the mode uh good and mob and definitely, definitely that I, beautiful skin still gets me today. Y'all can call yeah, me soft y'all want to. Oh, that beautiful skin. But Andre three thousand on black ice. It was what? tough, but CeeLo said, You're my beginning, my end. You're my friend. sister, lover, Love and friend. friend. <laughs> oh yeah. What? That that CeeLo verse and then and uh and beautiful skin that that does it for me for sure. 1998. I remember that album dropped. It was close to Black College Reunion Daytona. Oh man! And it was on and popping the whole weekend. Yeah. That was like that. It was always like an album that rocked the whole weekend. That everybody, every car, played. every car played. That was it. Damn! When I went to 96, uh, I'm trying to think what. what album. 96. I'm gonna tell you. It had to be uh, you, you, no. you, you, it had to be. No, no, I think AT Ellis came out a little later. No, it came out ninety six. I know, but I'm talking about the oh, month. Okay, okay, um, my bad. Ninety was that all I was on me? Yeah, it was Tupac. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Biggie came out in February. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. But that, but that still standing, bro. Still stands to this day. I, 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 that's one of no my doubt. albums that I put on from from beginning to Start end, start to finish. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. And don't skip. Great pick, Kiwi. For, for sure, for sure. Oh yeah. Which one do I want to go next? Me, go ahead. <laughs> it better be a story behind it too. I ain't too much a story. It's just a time frame. In 1984, these cats will take your girl. 84. Your girl had these cats on their wall. Shit, she did. They your did. girls. Uh, when them cats hit town, your girls going to get a ticket, and she was gonna scream and holler and faint. Uh, they ain't had no money though. But. No, they had no money, yeah. but they had. <laughs> Chick, quick story. 1984, they was on tour with Fat Boys and Houdini. They came here, and y'all. This old Tampa, Curtis Hickson Hall. Woo, man! When I went to the concert with my cousin Felicia, when these cats hit the stage, my cousin just <laughs> she didn't even see the concert. And we talk about she new edition. Out, they had to drag her out. Wow. When Fat Boys was going. She was yeah. Fat Boys Houdini was going when when they said and now. It's time. <laughs> Ralph came around the corner with when that. They hit that boom. That, that shag, spotlight. That shag with the curl in it. He Ooh. came around that corner with, with the three three parts on the side. Man, what's the album, man? New edition by New Edition, nineteen eighty four. <laughs> this is uh, cool it now, Mr. Mr. Telephone Man, man. and Cats had member only jackets. What? <laughs> Lost in Love. That was the song. I mean. They were on, they, um, like I said, if you had a girl, you shared them with them. Them cats was broke, though. <laughs> yeah, they was broke. <laughs> they have no way. Nah, they, 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 was, they were getting screwed to the highest creativity. I just, I just remember, so 84, I was six. And I can remember my cousin was about four years older than me. They used to play Mr. Telephone Man to death. And man, when I tell you, like that, and cool it down. Me and my sister, we used to have this little, uh, it was like a little red, not a like little blue and white record player. Like, it was, I think it was made out of cardboard. And the, had the suitcase? And the turntable, yeah. Yeah, I had to say what. Classes when you opened up. <laughs> yeah. So we had, we had, we had Mr. Telephone Man on 45. On the 45s. <laughs> and we had uh, uh, Cool It Now. Speaker on, on mono, that mono speaker. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we, used to, we wore that thing out. Mm-hmm. Well, this, this group started off many young groups, uh, many young dudes, right. such, uh, including myself, thought of their own new edition group. Oh man, I was I 
Wait, 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 pause, pause, pause. You had a group? Yes. <laughs> Bro, everybody, when knew this came Stop, out, stop. He wasn't the only one. What was your group name? Popular Demand. <laughs> 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 we was the shizzed at the skating rink. Dancing at all. What? We got paid $50 a week. <laughs> wait a minute, hold on. As a group. <laughs> Paying gigs. Yes. Teenage show, yes, man. It, it was humongous. Popular demand. Did y'all sing? Y'all just no. Listen. We lip sync. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't tell us nothing though. <laughs> had the eighth grade on. Oh How many my god! Uh, we had our. We started out at five, went down to four, three, went back up to four. <laughs> it was like a four-year run. So, so it was like a sixth grade man, to this like was, ninth grade Man, young. this was like, yeah, yes, uh, we went we all have, the way to high school. We have got to dig up pictures of popular <laughs> yeah, demand. Please, man, please, I, please, I, I had to find some. Man, it was the joint, man. Wow. Popular demand. What? Got us some short sets? We're <laughs> 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 doing it. <laughs> yeah, the MCM suit, the lottos. Huh? What? I ain't gonna lie, man. Around that time, I was going. I was like Walter Payton during the day because I wanted to be. I wanted to play football, <laughs> and I was. I was Ralph at night. Though. Like, yeah, you couldn't right. tell me nothing. Like I wanted to be an entertainer and a professional athlete at the same time. Wow. <laughs> I mean, oh, it's just what it was at that, at that time. You gotta man. change your name to Popular Demand. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know he gonna be Popular Demand every time I see him now. Let me see about the street. Hey. Popular That's demand. Popular what demand you right now. Word. Pop, pop, hey, pop, man. Pop. You know how I many chicks that got me? I, 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 I mean, I can imagine, dog. I can imagine, man. I can imagine. Popular demand. Popular demand. Man, girls thought we was... They couldn't get the real new edition. So we got <laughs> <laughs> Slow motion in the boys. <laughs> wow. You learn something new every day. Every day. You was at the drive-in with a rental car. Last time. <laughs> Project said the question is the popular demand right. have a dance routine. You know they had a dance routine. Of course routine. we did. We had a dance routine on every Come new edition on. song. Every song. <laughs> we had all they root we had all they they was on Solid Gold or Soul Train on videotape. Memorize. Memorize some things. <laughs> Good to go. Chuck, what you on this week, man? We go <laughs> Royal Finger said that y'all was uh the Millie Vanilli at the talent show. Hell yeah. Nobody saw back there. Lord, oh, All right, man. well, I'm gonna fast forward a, a few, a couple of years, uh, only a couple, just a few, about 10 to 1991. It just wasn't no, um, no particular artist, it just was, it was just it was a soundtrack that I, you know, what I'm saying everybody loves the movie, you know, what I'm saying, but the soundtrack was fire too, and that's the juice soundtrack. Word, yeah, juice soundtrack, like I said, came out in 1991, had some heavy hitters on it, had Not of Nature with Uptown mm. Anthem, everybody loved Uptown Anthem. Mm-hmm. My favorite, No Delay, No Delay, Rock Him. Yeah. Um, Teddy Riley was on there with Is It Good to yeah. You? See, when you, that version, yeah, yeah, so when you, think, version. when you think about the soundtrack, it takes you to different parts in the movie where you heard right. the song, Is It Good to You? Was when they walked into the record store right. and he so, stole the, the oh, girl with the, oh, girl with the bad teeth. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? Those big, records are gonna come out of my drawer. <laughs> they had Big Daddy Kane with Enough Respect, Respect Aaron yeah. Hall, Don't Be Afraid. Cypress Hill would shoot him up. It was a hell of a soundtrack, though. Yeah, man. I, I I was actually watching Juice uh, last week. Was watching it. Catherine was like, "Why are you watching this movie with all this cursing in the kids?" And I'm like, "They was just watching such and such." I'm like, "Okay, yeah. it don't come out." No hey, man. 
kids need to hear some cussing every now and again. They do when they ride with me. So they know, hey, this is the way of the world. Right. You're going to hear some cussing. Don't you can you say shit, shit on yeah. TV now. Right? Exactly. So, anyway. You can say pretty much anything on TV now. Right. But yeah, Juice, that's juice. okay. That's a good one. But I you know what, though? About Juice, a lot of people, and I tell my nephew, because he, you know, he's young. Yeah. Kind of introduced the world to Tupac. It did, because that was his first. He wasn't, he, I don't think he, he even had the solo album out yet. No, he did. He did. He did. Tupac Lips Now, Tupac Lips now yeah. was out, but it, it was it was the fact that we hadn't seen him on the screen like right. before. So yeah, to a lot of people, there are people who hadn't listened to Tupac Lips yeah. Now, that was their introduction mm-hmm. to him. Yeah, and he played, he, he, I mean, he played the role. He was Bishop. He did. Yeah, he was Bishop, <laughs> for sure. He, play, he played his ass off. He did. That was a hell of a movie, though. It was a hell of even better soundtrack, in my opinion. I love that soundtrack. Keep how old you were when uh, that came out? 91. Uh, I was 10. I watched it. I watched it, though, for sure. My parents yeah, were in here, so. He, he, he hit. <laughs> Keith ain't hit quite, quite hit 40 yet, so he ain't in the floor. Oh, man. He's he knocking on the door. He, knocking on, he ain't no business watching Juice at 10 years old. No, he's a young OG. <laughs> yeah, he was a little badass. I just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he ain't no watching that. I was at least in high school when it came out. Riverside, out. <laughs> Why is he screaming out Riverside? It's... But the horrible actor was uh uh do with the Rodamans, uh the, the Spanish dude. Oh my god, yo <laughs> Bro, like we, we talked about this in another show, dog. A lot of the movies from the nineties, uh, especially you know, our black movies. The acting was horrific. It was terrible. <laughs> Tupac was good. Omar Epps was good. Oh the crew um, was good. The Steel was yeah, good. Steel, was Steel good. had some experience, but Raheem everybody else. Raheem was straight. Raheem was a little bit over the top too, Dad. He was a little extra. Raheem told old girl I, what when they was arguing in the street with the baby. Yeah, special ed. Yeah, I should have never got with you anyway. And the chick was <laughs> ugly. Like yo, I mean, she wasn't no star. Pick a better and why? You know who else is? I'm sorry, I've cut you off, but you know who else acting was real bad? Didn't have not one line. Tretch. Yeah. When they went and roughed him up, when they roughed two buck up and ride a man's name, he didn't have not a single line. But he was horrible. <laughs> Just with the faces he was yeah. making and everything, like bro, practice. Something yo, real. you told everybody I smoked Rahe. <laughs> My bad, B. What you been saying? No, a couple of things. People don't realize Samuel Jackson was in that movie yep. too, running the arcade. Yep. And um, like, how was Omar Epps with this old ass woman was, who was holding the job, and you still in high school? Oh, girl from In Vogue too. She had a full time. She had a full time job. She was working overnight at the hospital. Like we just gonna be okay with this we're pedophilia. Gonna be okay with the pedophilia, right? Yeah. Now. Like it was no, dude, like no issue with the pedophilia. That, that is a great point. <laughs> your, so you coming out to so the beginning of the movie, your mama fussing you out, you and your brother sitting down picking out which shoes you gonna wear. My and his brother was his, his brother was old boy from uh, G. my wife and kids. Right. So. Yeah. Now, so now you're just gonna be laid up at your lady house. The 30-year-old 30 year old woman telling me you don't want to know what I gotta do. Like then the ex-husband come in this long <laughs> First of all, he should have fallen. That's number one. Yeah. He should have grabbed Omar by his underwear and pulled him and jacked him up. Out. Let me find some 78 year Negro in my house with my woman. You dying. First of all, I better be dead. But if we get the me and wife get divorced. And you can bring some little 17 year old whippersnapper in my no. house. If my three sons, whenever they get of age, don't whoop that motherfucker's ass, Man. it's gonna be a problem. 
They shouldn't have to call me. It's three of y'all. Handle it. Q should got his ass kicked. Should have. Yeah. Anyway. And she should have been in jail. All the way in jail. All the way in jail. Because there's no way they're going to. There's no way. There's no way they're going to. Oh, you never thought that. about it like that? I just thought, man, oh boy, got it. Yeah. <laughs> See? That's, 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 it, <laughs> that's, that's all I thought I about it. That's all I thought about it. Look at Keeby. Same thing. I was young watching this. I'm looking up to him. Like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe when I'm 17, I can get <laughs> right. 30 years old. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Sad, man. If the roles were reversed, we'd have been looking at that movie yeah. like, why is this little girl going over this grown ass man's house? Shameful. Oh, my God. But we want to high Lock five. We want to high five. Oh my, this is my hero, Q. Right. <laughs> Why can I get me one? I'm gonna be a DJ. Get me a nurse with her own apartment and an ex-husband. Jesus, Pitiful. Yeah, he going to laughing at the dude, man. Got the dude underwear. <laughs> he got your got his robe on and shit when he leaves. Eating your food. This dude in high school is knocking your ex-wife down, cuz. And then, too, they wasn't even stressed. I don't even think they was a senior in high school. No. <laughs> Probably like juniors running around. That was pathetic. Uh, <laughs> Changed my whole view of the movie at this point. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we still got on. another album, though. We'll move <laughs> Go ahead, man. We stay on juice all night. Because <laughs> the last topic in... The next segment, we're going to be all day. Anyway, oh, yeah. yeah. so my album this week is um is it's it's 2004. Mm. This is the, you're in the you're middle. You're cutting it close. You're in the middle. It's 2005 or before. Yeah. But you're in the middle <laughs> of, you're in the heart of the burnt CD era. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From like 1999 to like 2006 and 7, mm-hmm. you was burning CO mm-hmm. ass off a of CD. Lime wire, and lime wire, what? tearing oh, up your computer, killing your computer, killing yeah. everything, all kind of viruses on them. We come to one of the, you know, we would have these collectives in hip hop. So you have like Tribe Called Quest, you have like Dungeon Family with Outcast, you have like um, <clears throat> Bad Boy. Red Man, EPMD, Eric, Ser- Eric Sermon, and, and Keith Murray, um, Death Squad, mm. and this collective. Was started by Curtis Fifty Cent Jackson in the G Unit. They had and a good little run. They mm-hmm. did. From I looked at it from about two thousand three to about two thousand five. They had a, a two thousand six. Mm-hmm. They had a good run. Yeah. And the artist, the G Unit member we're, we're talking about is Young Buck and his debut album, Straight Out of Cashville. Nice. So for me, this was one of those albums where Young Buck is not the great lyricist, greatest lyricist ever of all mm-hmm. time. No. But the album was from top to bottom. It was tough. Extra, yeah. it, it, great production. That's yeah, the production. The production was yeah. great. His his voice and his delivery, even though he's not talking about nothing that Fifty Cent would talk about. <laughs> yeah, nobody else talking about. about. But the production, the songs, how the how the tracks were laid out, um, like it was like that's something you could put in and you could ride to. Yeah. You know, when I'm a soldier comes on and it's that hard. And, and it was, I guess, for me because it was. G Unit had a distinctive like New York kind of sound, right? And and Buck kind of fit in, mm-hmm. like he's from Tennessee, but you couldn't tell. But you couldn't really tell right. because the production and the G Unit sound kind of fit him. So it was like he slid right on in and effortlessly, effortlessly to me, put out um, his best album, best work he's ever done. Right. Yeah, he ain't done nothing comparable since. since. But this straight out of Cashville album, 
uh, I'm a soldier, um, do it like me. The hottest song on there is Let Me In. Stomp was on it too, uh, right? Price, price is on my head. That's my that's my song. Like that. Price is on my head was crazy. Yeah. It's great. But 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 Let Me In was um that was the single. I know you're gonna let me in with this right. now. Yeah. Wasn't Stomp on that too? Stomp was yeah. Yeah, Stomp, Stomp was hard now. Yeah, Stomp um, was hard. Yeah, Shorty want to ride with me. Had yeah. an old girl from uh Soul Food that, that, in the that video. Beat, that beat was that beat banging yeah, too. Like he that was a club banger. Yeah, David Banner was on um on on the album. Um, Lil Flip was on the album. I think Jazzy Faye was on the album. So you 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 go back and get a chance to listen to it, man. This is one of those ones where um you put it in, you you can ride to it, and you not you're not really gonna be disappointed. It was kind of a South feel on the album. It, was it like does. It, it had to, yeah, yeah, because he, he say, I, I, you know, he, although he was in a you know crew with a bunch of cats from New York, except for the game, right? He still stayed, you know, true to, yeah, you know, his his Southern roots. You know, what I'm saying whether he had to have, like you say, had Jazzy Faye on there, David mm-hmm. Banner on there, Little Flip, who I don't really care for, but he had Little Flip on there. You know, what I'm saying he had he he still kept kept it Southern. You know, what I'm saying. So that's what I like about it. So yeah, like all their uh G Unit's debut albums, man. When you think about it, like uh, after Fifty came out with his Get Rich or Die Trying, and then he brought them along. Mm-hmm. Like, all of them had all of them were good. All all their first albums were were real good. They're all pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Then the whole thing just collapsed with in with on itself. <laughs> <laughs> like it always does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, y'all get a chance, man. Go check those albums yeah, out. Yeah, go get them. Uh, sure. New edition, new edition, the ju- juice soundtrack. I'm gonna listen to um, Stay on Standard on the way home. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Got a minute. Young Buck straight out of Cashville and uh the great goody mob still standing. Go get go that. Go get them, cop those. Word up. That's gonna do it for what you own. All right. It's time for who you got. And this week, it, in honor, not in honor, I guess, but we're going we're gonna to do it a little different. Like we, when the, when we get closer to football, maybe our next show we'll introduce some more football stuff. And definitely when the games start kicking off, we'll start back picking the games like we regularly do. Right. Um, but right now we're going to have some fun with some stuff. So the first topic or the first, yeah, topic of who you got, we're going to go with um, – Build an NBA player. And in building this NBA player, you got to choose who you want your NBA player to, whose shooting ability you want him to have, whose jumping ability you want him to have, whose passing ability you want him to have, and whose defensive ability you want them to have. Keevy, you're on the hook. You're on the clock. Start us off. Who you got? All right. All right. So I'm going to start it off. Um, so the jumping ability that was that was the easiest one for me to to decide. So honestly, I'm I'm just gonna go with Vince Carter there because I mean Vince Carter, no said with, yeah. with jumping ability. So um, defensive ability, I, I thought about this one a little bit differently. So I, I need somebody that can guard on the perimeter, you know, as, as well as you know guard down there in the paint a little bit. So my defensive uh, skill person that I'm gonna pick is, is Scottie Pippen. So I, I like the way Scottie he defends. Man, he <laughs> so he's a he's a good on ball defender. He can he can guard the passing lanes. You know he can he can guard you in the paint. So so I, I like Scottie Pippen uh, for defensive skills, for shooting ability. So I I, I chose Steph, and and the reason for that is I, I like 
that Steph has the ability to shoot off the dribble or he can catch and shoot as well. So, I mean, that I think that's important with, with a shooter. And if you're going to build the best player, you need to have both abilities. And, and Steph definitely does that. And the passing ability was was probably the, the most difficult choice for me here. But I'm going to I'm going to go with, with Chris Paul. And, and the reason for that is he, he has the highest career assist to turnover ratio in, in NBA history. So he, he has 4.1. And he that's did his homework. Magic. Somebody went deep diving, pulling up stats. <laughs> magic, you know, above, above John Stockton, above um, even sure. Steve Nash. So, I mean, I, I like Chris Paul passing ability because he doesn't turn the ball over as often as, as some of the other more flashier passes. So okay. there we got it. Not bad. A, a, a question I didn't, I didn't, we didn't put in here, or I didn't put in here. So how tall would your player be? It's a good question. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with with six, seven, six, eight. So that 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 puts you in, you know, you, you're small enough to be quick, you know, but you can still go down in the paint and guard as well. So I, I'm saying okay. six, seven, right, six, seven. Yeah, six, I bet. Okay. I ain't mad at it. Ain't no some, some some good you know the stuff I didn't think about. Mm-hmm. He he gave some good some good uh in depth analysis on being able to take a shot off the dribble to get your own. Hey man, I, I can respect that. Slow since he stole some of your picks. Who you who you got? All right, um, and we don't Bob Cousy don't count. No, my player was <laughs> Michael Jordan. Mike for everything. Mike for everything. But uh, Michael, Michael, in the uh, you know um I was just like Kiwi, I. Was gonna put Steph as a shooter, but I had to fit Mike in some, so I'm gonna go with Mike. Uh, passing, shooter? yeah, okay, passing. Um, because we go shooting, that could be I mean, the I scoring. Hate, I mean, hey, hey, All this right. is your player, yeah. <laughs> Don't let us talk bad about your player. <laughs> passing, I went with Magic, I went old of school. Course. Of course. Uh, leaping, I went with Vince Carter, okay, cool. and Florida boy, defense. Scotty Pippen, uh, I agree. Okay. A total with okay. Kiwi. Okay. Um, um, that's Again, my no, no wrong answer. No, no wrong answer. No wrong answer. And I told my player would be be six six from Wilmington, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> when we go next, dog, you can you bring up the rear. I bring up the rear. Go okay. Ahead. All right. So I'm gonna go defense ability first. Um. I like Dennis Rodman. I almost got put Rodman on that. I too. feel like Dennis could guard anybody. Yeah. Biggs. Didn't matter who it was. I don't guard know about anybody. Perimeter, though. And he's and he's gonna get the rebound. Dennis can guard anybody. Anybody on the court. Outside, inside. Well, he, he wasn't asked to guard perimeters. He wasn't asked to, but, but I believe I he could. No, he could have. Mm. So Dennis is my defensive player. Um, I'm gonna go passing next. Um, and this is just preference. See, I I didn't really think about this as the best. I'm thinking about my, my my preference. Passing, Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd, <laughs> Jason Kidd is arguably my favorite point guard of all time. Right. Love J Kidd. I went J Kidd for passing the building. Uh, what else? We got shooting and what else? Oh, uh, jumping. Jumping ability. I went kind of off the radar for jumping ability. Gerald Green. Okay. Mm. I've seen Gerald Green almost hit his head on the rim way too many times. And I feel like I feel like Gerald Green can jump even higher than Vince Carter in his prime. Mm. He had way too much spring in his legs for me. And for me, shooting ability, in my opinion, the greatest Jay of all time, in my opinion, is Ray Allen. Ray Allen had to me had the prettiest, most textbook jumper. And uh 
that's just my favorite shooter of all time. Dude, he can't, can't go wrong with it. No, can't no go not at all. Yeah. I mean, how tall is this? How tall is this guy? I'm I'm with Kiwi. I'm I'm gonna I'm a put him in six seven, six eight range. You know what I'm saying? That cat's it's a hell of a player, dog. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's it's not a bad player. Yeah, I had two of your five. Okay, and my player. So yes, defense like Rodman for everything you said for my player. Right. Because uh, you think about it, somebody at six 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 seven defending the post. And we know was athletic enough and quick enough to step out on the perimeter and guard anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Dennis Rodman. And he had the attitude where he was gonna get under your damn. He's gonna get under right. your nerve. Oh yeah, he guarding so seven footers. Right, we're gonna frustrate you. Yeah. Past Jason Kidd, <clears throat> I chose Jason Kidd, Kidd too because um, it, it, it's he was your favorite. But I just like how he handled the ball, how he saw the court, how he was always thinking pass first. Yes. Um, even starting off on the fast break, he he was getting the ball out going. My jumping ability, give me somebody that's going to come out there like Rain Man, like Sean Kemp, and just. Not bad. Kemp was a bad boy. Not bad. How Sidney Dean told Billy Holden, <laughs> just. <laughs> just stuff. Just stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. So Sean Kemp. And of Who's course, your shooter? Who's my shooter? Reggie oh, Miller. Reggie <laughs> Miller. The most. Watch your mouth. Flicked jump How shot. How was that flicked? Man, the cat used to hit his own hand. He was, was just going in. It was going in. It was deadly. Eight points in ten seconds in Madison Square nah. Garden and win the game. I don't, he couldn't beat. It his, was deadly. He couldn't even beat his sister, dog. So I so, can't really. I not can't many people could beat his sister. I mean, <laughs> I, what are we really talking about? Here? I can't fool Reggie Miller. He couldn't beat his sister, dog. Who could beat sure? Guffy. Who could beat sure? It's not a bad pick, dog. I can't take no way. The man mm. can shoot the ball. I can't take it. As ugly as it was, he deadly. I always said that five. Uh, my life depended on it. I need a second. Hey, I'm picking him. Come on, Reggie. Him, him, a Larry Legend. Him a Dame for me. Yeah, that Dame is. They a Dame something else. Something too. serious. Yeah. Anyway, that was great. My player is uh, he's he's six five. Six, six five? five. Yeah. Not bad. He a point guard. Point guard. He, he's a combo guard, as mm. I say. <laughs> I wanted to make mine six foot just to just so he can. Oh, you, you imagine somebody six foot jumping like Gerald Green. Yeah, Get out of here. <laughs> All day. All right. Well, that's it. That's that's good. We'll, we'll move on to the next. Let's get right. to it. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all had me digging in the crates this morning. Digging in the crates for this one. All right. So yeah. the next, the Hold next up. topic. Dak said that Allen Houston had to had shut the up. Dak. Text had textbook by by Dak. Allen Houston was a bad boy. He, he had a good shot. Yeah, Dak. But you going so you gonna take? Are you taking Reggie Miller or Allen Houston? Um, Reggie. Yeah, I, I like Allen Houston. Allen Houston not, was great. I'm not taking mm-hmm. him over Ray either. I'm not taking him. Thank you. I love you, Dak. I'm not love taking you, him over Dad, Ray. Saying, nah. Allen Houston don't even make this list. Who was Kiwi shooter? Um, Steph. Steph. Yeah, no, not taking over. And you damn sure ain't taking over Jordan. You right. Well, you you paused a second. Three pointers. <laughs> you paused a second. I don't like shoot, that. If we shooting threes, if we shooting threes. No, I'm like, talking. Just scorn. Hey man, I'm not finna say I need a bucket. No. I ain't finna say nothing bad about my say uh slow ain't finna say fuck me to say. It's gonna happen. Yeah, he was about to fuck me out. Fuck you. Like MJ. Houston over MJ. He ain't finna get me today. Wow, sir, you just met my wife last night. How you gonna talk to me now? Let's get to the real debate. The real debate. The heavy hitter. Now this one's gonna cause a lot. Y'all finna laugh your ass. Yeah, cause yeah, I, I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting on what you. What he said last night. Okay. He likes to. 
He's digging deep. That's okay. not my episodes. No, no, no. Okay. All right. Let's so, do it. I know one of his episodes, though. All right. I know one of yours. So the next, who you got? Uh, taking a break from sports. Taking a break from sports. So Thursday nights back in the early 90s mm-hmm. was a hell of a time on Fox. It yes, was. Lord. It's a good time. At Eight nine o'clock. o'clock, starting off, we're gonna go from the tail end to the front. Yeah. Starting off at nine o'clock, you had New York undercover, mm. Big Yoba, and them boys would give you some heavy hitting detective work. Some more terrible on, acting on the streets of New York. It don't more, matter. Yeah. More terrible. It acting. don't matter. It, you, you you ain't lying, but the, it don't matter. The music and everything. The music so was that, great. Yeah. They had their own little lounge. They used to go what? to what? Glorious. Right. My mm. mama name. <laughs> <laughs> then eight thirty, you had Live and Sing. Mm-hmm. The black person's friends. Friends, right. The original friends. friends. The original friends. But hey, we're not going to go there. Great show. Yeah. But the show that kicked off Thursday nights on Fox back in the early 90s was Mark. The King. One of the funniest shows in television history. I'm going to be mad because he don't never get his props. He He don't. don't. Like that from from what, 91? Yeah. I don't know what it was. 91. I'm I'm ready to get to it, man. Y'all will let me go first. We, we are going to pick <laughs> our, let our guests go first. first. We're going to pick our top three Martin episodes. <laughs> better come with it, Kiwi. Kiwi, you a big Martin fan? Uh, yes, big time. Okay. Kiwi, give us your top three Martin episodes. Right, man, it's so hard to narrow it down to, to top three. Man. I, I, I have to say, this uh, this is a great series. You know, I can I can watch it over and over. Um, I'll, I'll start with um, season three, episode eighteen. Uh, the, name, the title of the episode is "All the Players Came." So this is the, episode. the episode where they had the uh, the players ball fundraiser. Yeah. You know, you had <laughs> you got all the stars. You girl, what's the funniest <laughs> right, part? Right. Of what's the funniest scene on that episode to you? The to me, is is when uh, when Jerome came out singing, "I want to get next to you," yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he jumped all over Pam's grill. So that, <laughs> that's for sure. God, no, open right. now, <laughs> now, no, no. Jerome came to the barbershop. Right? He came oh, to the yeah. barbershop. You gotta watch Tommy when he's Tommy yeah. is losing his mind. Over it's, it's, a, it's a lot of scenes I've seen where Tommy was losing his mind with Martin. Tommy can't hold it. He can't hold it at all. But yeah, that's that's definitely a great episode. Then you know, of course, we we got to end it with Outcasts on the stage. So I mean, you can't that's go wrong right. with that for sure. Yeah. All right. So that's that's my episode. Uh, my second one is. I think we should. Right. I think we each should give an episode. Okay. 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 That works. Okay. Okay. We, 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 we yeah. should give our number three episode before we go on. Yeah, because okay. you're gonna okay. you're gonna steal everybody's everybody goes episode right. gonna get stolen. Right. Right. It's gonna get stolen. So, okay. so that's why I listed a bunch of. Me too. Yeah. Chuck, your number three. All right. So my number three episode started off with uh, Gina and Pam going to the incinerator. Oh, uh, <laughs> Gina threw Martin's pissing tickets. So oh, Shanene comes to the rescue <laughs> and tells Gina if she work at her shop, she can get the tickets. Oh yeah, that episode. That's another episode where you totally forget <laughs> that, that Shanene is Martin. Is Martin. <laughs> Completely forget right. because he deep played her so well. That episode, you had no idea that was him. Right. But my favorite part, well, there's so many parts, but one yeah. of my favorite parts is when um <laughs> when Laquita come in and show Shane the picture of who she would look like. <laughs> so Laquita, you're not Whitney Houston. <laughs> you're not even Bobby Brown. <laughs> Man, when I tell you, somebody bring me a picture of Flavor Flav. Uh, 
from that to Myra's feet. No, man. To I mean, that, to to it was so much dog in that episode, dog. That I just that that's my number three episode right there. All right. When Shanae, when Gina had to work, she had to get her hair done first, right? And then she worked in the shop <laughs> Shanae, to get Martin's tickets. Oh, that would that's that's one of the best. Slow what's your number three. Man, I got somebody on this list. <laughs> um, suspicious Minds. Number three? Yes. <laughs> Ooh, number three. This is Tell them what happened. Martin <laughs> bought a CD player. <laughs> and he was bragging that none of their broke asses could afford it. The CD player came up missing. Martin had a brief meeting with each of them to go down his list of who he thought stole the CD player. That's another one where Tommy was horrible. Killing, yeah, he was, he was killing laughing. When, yeah. he, had, when he put that dog right. between him and Pam, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, Tommy, Tommy lost it. It was over. He lost, and then the <laughs> Cole sent your five dollars. He told the dog to sit, sit. and it fell over. <laughs> and Jesus then when, when Bruh Man, who took the CD player, came in. You didn't know I left <laughs> you in your bathroom <laughs> sink? <laughs> Bruh Man? <laughs> Charlie Brown boots? Bruh Man? The dumbest? Why would, would I leave? I figured you would look there <laughs> after I used up all the toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can we talk about why the CD player cost four hundred dollars though? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So walk that, was, that was season two, so that was like ninety. Even still, yeah. the back then, four hundred. Four hundred. Yeah, they were cost four hundred. Told Pam. Oh, that's great. Get you another hundred dollars. You can buy you one of these. We only on the first episode. I'm getting a headache already. Do what you got, man. All right. So my third one is to me, this is one of the funniest ones. So it was the holiday blues when Pam uh, when Pam convinced um to catch the train, catch the bus to go to Philadelphia. <laughs> and it was at the bus station. And it's the first time we saw Miss Jerry. Tuna. Yeah. <laughs> I don't eat no, no damn, damn tuna. <laughs> Then the guy, the bus station attendant working oh, at the yeah. window hey. when Gina was like, um, excuse me, get out of here. Have some change. <laughs> told you, <laughs> he, point, he pointed to the window. Get out of here. He did. She's asked again. He was like, what are you doing? Oh, get out of here. God. Mark came, rubbed the man up, pulled his face oh, in the man. thing. He threw chains all out the window. No, Miss Jerry stomped on that damn sandwich <laughs> and walked off. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, Miss Jerry was there, uh, sure. All right, my number three. Kiwi, what's your number two, dog? All right, my number two, I'm going to go with, um, it's episode two from season two, uh, and the, the episode is really Gina, Gina is not my lover. So this is the, the pretty Ricky episode, Ricky Fontaine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ricky Fontaine, uh, Martin had <laughs> to go to the high school reunion. Yeah, and, and Gina, you know, she got the avocado mask, so her face all messed up. Uh, she ended up showing up at the reunion. Even though Martin didn't want her to go, so yeah, that was that was pretty funny with that. That a lot of <laughs> lot of memorable quotes, you know, pretty Ricky, what they call him. Everybody remember that line remember from the show, man. Ricky, yeah, a, a group named itself that, and, you know, <laughs> yeah, that, my thing was, I wrote a check last week, and the bank bounced. <laughs> 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 they told me it is a human error. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, that was a good one too, dog. What, so that. what's yours, dog? What's your next one? Mine is the bodyguard. This uh, is when Gina and Pam witnessed a bank robbery <laughs> <laughs> and had to go into witness protection. And their 
witness protector was Otis. See, the criminal mind is a stupid, stupid mind. mind. <laughs> <laughs> My thing was, he said, Mr. Otis, they're going to kill us. What? Say what, Decker? Ain't no, we don't, we don't domestic violence up in here now. <laughs> He told he told uh 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 Pam and Gina about their training yeah. <laughs> and from the looks of it, you got some more training to do. That's why the criminals is on your ass. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so my I'm hands on, I get the criminals <laughs> My second one is the first, you know, it was part two of this episode. The first one was Varnell Hill. Varnell Hollywood Swinger. <laughs> Man, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> when, you got a catfish in the lake? No. When Varnell came into that damn community center, he <laughs> started that goddamn song. And, and Miss Jerry popped it again. Said, uh, Varnell, where's the party at tonight? Uh, uh, Latifa, the party's right here. <laughs> From that to when he slapped Martin, uh, to when he went and did the show, did the interview at the show, and he started talking about that goddamn catfish. <laughs> and when he was singing so, to the lady who called in, you can take the children. Uh, man, when I tell you, I can't watch it today without crying. When Martin loses, when he said... Catfish are delicious. delicious. Martin was like, he said, he said, he said, throw that out. Gravy, gravy. I ain't too late. Take my real. Throw that out. Pull it back in. Fried that. Lay to the side. Red Red beans and gravy. gravy. I ain't too lazy. (laughs) Martin's over there. Martin hating the whole episode. And I feel like I feel like I feel like that was I feel like that was not scripted. Like that would had to be like they was just talking. There's no way. I saw an interview with Tommy Davis. He said he said they he kept going because he wanted to break Martin. Oh, and they uh, he said (laughs) he broke me. That's a damn show. All right, so my number two. I do. That was my one. My number two is uh season three and uh nothing going on but the rent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so Martin wasn't gonna pay the rent increase. Greece. I ain't, I ain't paid, paid the five. The five. <laughs> ain't there's, paid the five. there's a pizza place about four blocks down, and the only person I think they can make it in this blizzard is you. Is the abominable snow pam. <laughs> you take a little rope and fling your little ass. <laughs> Why don't you go get the pizza, man? Why don't you just go get it? Bruh, man, it's all about you. The whole time. It's been about time. It's been about you. From the beginning, Cole. Cole, so y'all really thinking of me? No. When Hustle Man came. I was here to go. Hustle Man came. Get your single selling ass on. I got these these free range chickens. (laughs) (laughs) What's free? What do you mean free range chickens? For me, they was free. For you, it's going to cost you in the range of $15. Oh, oh my said, God. See, I marinated them in pork and bean <laughs> juice for two weeks. <laughs> in pork and bean juice. Yeah. There's no way that was written, dog. That no, had yeah, to be. Hey, look. That, that, 
but that ain't even funny as shit, though. So the funniest moment to me was, so when they said, Mark, just go down there and pay. They got fed up. <laughs> Cold came back. They dropped the pizza on the table. Pizza, pizza shattered. Broke. So they told Martin to go catch, get, get Mr. Lopez. Martin come back here to heat and stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, that's great. So Mr. Lopez come back. Uh, Martin, poppy at it. Oh, yeah. He buckled his pants yeah, up. Tell Mr. Shit. Jackson nothing. So, so they negotiating the rent yeah. price down. So then when they said. I was, think, I was thinking tree. So then when he said. Yeah, so yeah, right, man, five hundred dollars, Martin. That's that's that is a lot. I wouldn't pay you five hundred dollars, man. I, I would have moved. They <laughs> <laughs> hit him with, yeah. I mean, five percent. Five percent. That is a lot too. Five percent. We talking five dollars. Five dollars. <laughs> oh man. Oh. I remember when Gina had to snip the cracker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I my need you to whistle. My told to whistle. I need you to whistle. Oh man. Then when they looked at the dude, she say. The snow was up to the fourth floor. I'm still gonna be up. <laughs> I have a headache, man. And yeah, bro, man, can't bro, man was in that episode. Yeah. He came with the pizza. <laughs> no, he can't. He can say, "Ain't nothing but the slimy, uh, just moldy braces." Shoot, y'all right. know how to eat. I knocked that right. Let's break that right off. Show up, have me a wish sandwich. sandwich. I wish I had some meat nope, to go on. <laughs> all right, man. I'm getting a headache. Kiwi, what's your number one episode of all time? Ah, uh, my number one episode. Uh, slow talk, took it a little earlier. I'm gonna go with the um, with the suspicious mind episode. You know, that's just just one of the funniest to me. When I find yeah. out, you know, CD player four hundred dollars. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the, the 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 table, the um, New Jack City scene at the, at the table. That was, you know, that's probably one of my favorite. Ep- I would give uh, you moments if I could, yeah. Gina. <laughs> <laughs> favorite moments of the entire series so yeah that that was that was my favorite episode by far for sure cool cool say it number one number one i'm just gonna say a, a line from the show <laughs> <laughs> now they tell me they got a pet <laughs> that's about to kick in the date you want me to hook you up i don't know because you let me know you got sick buckets and everything <laughs> That's Jerome's in the house. Man, when, when, he, Jerome, was, when he was at that store, cold, oh, and they was oh, for the oh, fight. Oh. So you cold. Go. You yeah. the virgin. You the virgin. Man, when Cole left out of there, he, he was talking to Rashid. Nah, nah, Rashid. I'm on probation. I'm from the old school. You know, I'm about to get the cap in the He went and looked out the door. Oh. I'm sorry, Malik. My little, little super freak. <laughs> hey, what you know? No good, right? Oh my god, man! I honestly forgot about that. One. I ain't gonna lie. That's a great episode. Great. Chuck, what's your number one, man? My number one episode, in my opinion, because it's another one where I totally forgot that this was Martin. Completely forgot it was Martin. Had at, at one point in the episode, I had no idea that that was a man. When Gina and Pam. Was trying to join the women's league. Oh, <laughs> and Shanene and Laquita said, "We're gonna join too." <laughs> Man, when uh, they finally got over there, and the chick brought uh, Shanene up to the podium to introduce her who she was. <laughs> oh, oh, you don't push. You might you not want to push. <laughs> Slide down. I've, I can currently be seen in one of Luke's videos, but I don't take nothing off. Dude, I was like, what you say? You sit up there looking like Colonel Abrams. G.I. Ho. Man, I totally forgot that that was Martin, dog. Points to that episode, dog. From, like I said, from them going to the league to, to 
afterwards after the Wu Tang concert, <laughs> <laughs> the after party at the Women's League. Oh my God, man! That I can watch that a hundred times in a row and would laugh every nah, single time. Every time. Every time, man. So, <laughs> so my my number one. Go ahead, say y'all kind of took. It was suspicious. Mine was number one. What? I had a one A and one B. So suspicious minds was like that's the quintessential Martin episode to me. But since it's already took, and I got to go with my second, my one B, it's gonna be that Dragonfly Jones episode. Oh, I'm too short to box. <laughs> oh, too short to box. Oh my god. I would say we throw that one out because dog. No, when you. When they when they are when Dragonfly is doing his thing, Cole again, watch Cole. Yeah, losing. Yeah. Cole screams at one yeah. point has to come around. <laughs> when he fell, when Martin fell, it was so damn funny, dog. Oh my god! Between it's a pleasure for you to you meet, meet me. me. <laughs> my name is Dragonfly Jones. <laughs> my humble servant. Kenji, hey yo, Dragonfly man, uh, they about to cut my lights off. I need that money. Right? So damn sorry to hear. <laughs> <laughs> you silence. You should be practicing you your art anyway. <laughs> Back in line, bro. When 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 Kenji met Dragonfly Jones at the ATM machine. Oh no! When he met him at Nipsey. Nipsey. <laughs> that was a Christmas. Hey Nipsey, give everybody in here a drink. Except <laughs> this punk. <laughs> what? Oh my god! <coughs> my head is hurting just thinking about it. Martin and Miss Jerry in the floor fighting over the chains. Yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the holiday blues episode, hilarious, bro. Man, the dra- I remember when the Dragonfly Jones episode first premiered, and that's what you know we was taping. I was taping all. Oh yeah, and I thought I was gonna have a heart attack. Yeah, his look on his face. And if you, I don't know if y'all know this. I'm pretty sure y'all know this because y'all big Martin fans. If you notice, every time they show Dragonfly Jones, he, he more teeth is missing. Yeah, more teeth is missing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you start out? He just missing his front, right. <laughs> and then it expands yeah. every episode. <laughs> oh my god! I'm glad I, I I I always said I want to write Martin, and I said thank you for not doing Dragonfly Jones a lot because I probably wouldn't be. I here wouldn't have made it. No, because because between him and 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 Otis. Mr. Otis, yeah, and Jerome, like, that is no way. And dog, and what, what tripped me out now, like, you look at Shanene, like a lot of times you you see Shanene's butt it looks so like he right. had two balloons, but right. it's so right. damn ridiculous. But that's what the girls look like today, right? <laughs> exactly, they look like that. You know, honorable mention, uh, the Love Jones connection. Yes, that's Christmas. another one. Well, you forget that that's Martin yeah. because he plays it too damn well. When he run the love Jones, that's when she started begging her brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got uh, my honor, one of my honorable mentions is the is the uh, Guard Your Grill episode with, with Hitman Hearns. So that oh was, my god! Martin said, "Punks jump up, knock down. Punks jump up, jump up, get beat down." One more, one more for me. <laughs> Sorry, I lied to you, Martin. <laughs> I didn't want to go to Arizona. Sorry, I lied to you, Martin. I didn't want to go to Arizona. Can I keep my barbershop name? Shut what you call him? Shut it, you up. Bro, the Mad Dog No Good episode. Oh. The bar he said, Mad Dog No Good. You talking about Mad D Mad Dog No Good? Everybody goes to the side and left. When Nipsey dipped out of there, Mad Dog's coming. I say, Mad Dogs are coming. <laughs> Oh, this man. had my head hurting, man. We can't do this no more. <laughs> Lord have mercy. 
All right. <laughs> the insurance people don't want to hear it, man. <laughs> Sir, what does GTD stand for? Um, got control. Got control. <laughs> Excuse me, speaking of, I didn't hear you. What does GTD stand for? God, man, stop, man. My head hurts. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, man. Classic, man. That's that's going to do it for, for who you got. Whew. Hey, catch my breath. All right, so we're going to end it off as we always do with Who's That Lady? We honor a different woman in sports. This episode, I decided uh, uh, on a young lady who's probably kind of been off the scene a little bit athletics-wise, but she's back on for other reasons, but we can't forget about what she did on the court, and that's Maya Moore. I'm, I'm just going to get into what Maya Moore did, some of her accolades from start to finish. First of all, I think she in, they said she ended her high school career with a record of 125 and three. <laughs> okay. She was the Naismith High School Player of the Year back to back years, 06, 07. Got to college. She was the College Player of the Year, 09, 2011. Best Female College SB uh, Award for Best Athlete three years in a row. WNBA All Defensive Team, John Wooden Award winner. This girl was the. MVP in 2014. She was the finals MVP in 2013. All WNBA 2013, 2012. Rookie of the year 2011. Like I can go on and on. This girl is the equivalent, in my opinion, to Michael Jordan when it comes to women's basketball. Now, recently, she kind of, I think she, from what I heard, she kind of a little burnt out. So she just decided to step away from the court a little bit. Well, in doing so, she started a a a, a, a prison ministry. Uh, where they, you know, they went out and you know try to you know help uh, uh, you know prisoners get through their time. But she discovered this, this gentleman by the name of uh, his last name is Irons, which is now uh, uh, we'll get into who he is now. But I forget his first name. Um, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna pull it up here in just a second. Her husband's name, well now her husband, unfortunately, uh, um, this gentleman's name is Jonathan. Jonathan Irons. Jonathan was convicted as a teenager for robbery. That he didn't commit. He was given 50 years for this robbery. So during her, her time doing her prison ministry, she stumbled upon him and his story. Long story short, um, she started fighting to try to get him released because her and you know, her family, they believed his story, that he was innocent. Long story short, they, they got to know each other throughout the, the, the process of her trying to get him out, fell in love. Uh, the man ended up getting released uh, in March of 2020 when the Missouri uh, judge vacated his convictions because the evidence that they had was weak and circumstantial at best. But my man, after whew, he was sentenced in 1998, so do the math. He didn't get out until 2020. Um, he's now a free man. Uh, they were married uh, upon his release. Um, actually, I believe it was a day later after he got out when he proposed to her. Uh, they are now happily married. Um, um, I'm hoping that she does come back to basketball because she was that good. Um, I feel like arguably she could have been viewed as the greatest of all time. She's already uh, considered the most decorated uh, women's basketball player of all time. But I think she still had more to get to the game. But obviously she's got a new um, uh, a, a new journey she's on. She's now going to start a family, I'm assuming, with, with this gentleman. So, uh, I just want to give her her props because she was that good. And again, another one we talked about Simone Biles, talked about Mike earlier. She got burned out. She decided to step away in the height of her career. She stepped away. 
to do something different. Yep. And she's another one. Like I said, I, for selfish reasons, I would love to see her play again, but she don't owe us nothing. Think about all the mm-hmm. things that I just ran off. And I just, I didn't even give you everything that she did. Uh, but she's a true star and a true citizen, obviously. Um, and now I believe that they're on a mission, her and her husband, to try to help other brothers who are uh, uh, who believe they're innocent to get their freedom. So salute to you, Maya Moore, and your husband as well for the efforts that you guys are putting <clears throat> out there to try to get uh, folks their freedom. And just on the journey that she she went uh, on beforehand and uh, all, all the joy that she gave us in watching her play. Salute to her. Oh, she's also a Jordan athlete as well, which I know. My boy Slow loves that. Yeah, man. Too. I'm jealous of her husband. For sure. He got a lot of free stuff. <laughs> yeah, he got out and got the Concords and it's clean. <laughs> well, just go to prison, get you a basketball. Uh... She already married, though. I'm not talking about Everybody that. ain't that. I, I just want to marry a Jordan athlete. <laughs> anyway, salute to you, my boy, from the OG Sports Show. We love you. We're giving you your flowers, but you can still smell them. We appreciate what you did on the court as well as what you're doing now Word up. Uh, off the court. So big love to you. So that's it, fellas. Another live show in the books. We appreciate Kiwi joining yes, us. Yes, sir. Thank you for joining. Thank you for joining. Appreciate y'all fellas having me on. You know, even though we'll y'all definitely have you back, man. We'll definitely have you back. And we love right. if we don't be have fair. you back to jump in and give us some comments until we talk about college football, we probably won't talk to you no more. But, uh, <laughs> you gotta talk to me before the season starts. You, know? yeah. you still have some talking rights. You wait till the season starts. After y'all catch some two L's, you know. Hey, man, wow. I'm really gonna have y'all. We have zero expectations before we start this year. <laughs> it's it's going in the right direction. We're gonna continue to build. We're gonna continue mm-hmm. to build. Yeah. Anyway, that's gonna end it for the OG Sports Show. We appreciate y'all for joining us. We're gonna sign off. We'll catch up with y'all next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.